Welcome to Gal on the Go Unplugged. Donna Strait is the founder and owner of Strait Posture Therapy, integrating 20 years of orthopedic physical therapy experience. I met Donna through a mutual friend who highly recommended her for my physical therapy needs after I suffered a herniated knee from an endurance cycling event last summer. Donna made a huge difference in my recovery with skilled PT sessions combined with thoughtful, customized recovery recipes. Thanks for joining me today, Donna. Hi, Kimberly. Thanks so much for inviting me to Gal on the Go Unplugged. And Absolutely. I'm really, yeah, I'm really looking forward to explaining the, the power that posture can have on reducing or even eliminating chronic pain and also acute injuries um, like you had. So we'll get into it. All right. Well, let's get going then. So who or what sparked your passion for orthopedic physical therapy? I always loved sports as a kid. Starting when I was about six years old, I started playing soccer and then I added basketball when I was about nine. So I played both sports and through elementary school, junior high, high school. And by then in high school, I played on travel teams and I was just really busy with sports and school. And that was my life. And I loved it. And I remember vividly taking a sports medicine elective in high school. And we were learning all about anatomy, physiology, kinesiology. And part of the elective was a sports medicine lab where we learned how to tape up an ankle sprain. And by then I had had many ankle sprains, so I was really in interested. And this class combined the how does the human body work with how can I help injured people? And I loved it. I knew then that I wanted to be a physical therapist. Now, as a side note, I have to say, uh, the best piece of advice I got was from my mom. I came home from school and told her, I want to be a physical therapist. And she said, well, if you want to be a PT, you better go make sure of it. And so she told me to go find a volunteer job in the PT field and make sure that I really liked it. It's really what I wanted to do. So I don't know how, but somehow, some way, a soccer teammate and I found a clinic to volunteer in one hour a week um, between practices and games and all of that to, to watch, to see, you know, if, if that's what I wanted to do. And I have to say my mom was right. I, I loved it. And that experience completely solidified my career path into PT. So I guess the moral of the story is always listen to your mom. <laughs> well, that was pretty awesome advice. And I know um, it's cool that it worked out and it truly was like your passion, just like you thought it would be. Um, that's very neat. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So your mom had a, um, you know, an influence in that way who are, you know, you had talked to me before about like that you were with a group practice before mm -hmm. you started your own business. So who or what inspired you to leave the group practice and go off on your own and start a business? Well, so I spent the first four years of my career working, like you said, in large outpatient orthopedic group practices. And over the four years, I found a couple things to be true that I didn't 
like. And one was it just was a really, really fast paced environment. And it was the get them in, get them out type of philosophy of patients. And then we had such a high productivity pressure that, you know, you had to see a certain number of patients per day. And these were things I just over the years just didn't want to be a part of anymore because I felt like I could give my patients a better experience. I really could give them more one-on-one time, something better than the norm, like what we were all accepting and give them exactly what they needed because people need what they need, right? And they need it when they need it. So after the first four years of, of working in those kinds of clinics, I uh, decided to, in 2005, I opened my private outpatient physical therapy practice called Straight Physical Therapy. And because my last name is Straight, spelled like the country singer George Strait, I thought it was very <laughs> fitting to include it in the business name. And I so that's where straight physical therapy comes from. Um, and we were in the Fox Mill Reston uh, area, Fox Mill community for 10 years, and we were successful and the, the practice was thriving. And you know what? The patients were so happy. I mean, who's happy going to physical therapy when they're in pain, right? And so, but they really did see the difference in the quality of the quality time with a therapist. And then us therapists were thrilled because we were able to give patients exactly what they needed. So it was, it, it was a win-win. It was wonderful. I, I can speak firsthand on that one with you. You know, so many times these days you go to a medical appointment and you feel like you're just like a, you know, cattle that is being herded in and herded out of an office. But like with you, I felt incredible personal care. And I think that is one of the major components, actually, besides, you know, your expertise that helped me have such an amazing experience. So um, that's so genuinely you, uh, that that personal element. Thank you. And I, and I think that, you know, Unfortunately, people have had to experience the the fast pace, get them in, get them out, feel like cattle, feel like a number, um, you know, in order to then experience and know that there's something better out there that's more personalized and and cares more. Um, and that's that's the way I always treat my patients. Yeah, true. You don't know unless <laughs> you you know have experienced the others. Very true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Out of all the patients you've seen, what has been the most challenging injury that you have helped a client recover from and why is it? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I, I would say, I would say the number one most challenging injury was my own injury that happened to me in 2014. Um, I had, so by then I had had straight physical therapy practice for nine years. Things were going really well. And then one morning in April, I woke up and I had this just shot of pain in the back of my neck and it immediately went down my left arm like lightning. And it turns out that I had a spontaneous disc herniation in my neck at the C6, C7 level that was crushing the nerve that fed my left arm and hand. And when I say lightning, I mean lightning. I wish no one that has to experience this kind of pain. 
And I ended up in the emergency room, I'm sorry, emergency surgery five days later. It was that fast. And the surgeon said it was the biggest herniation he'd seen in 20 years of practice. He said it was, it was that bad. And I was very grateful that he took me so quickly because they often don't. Um, it's kind of the way our medical process is set up. And so with that injury, there were a lot of challenges that went along with it. I mean, the first was I owned a physical therapy practice and I was running the business. And unlike, I think a lot of owners or directors, I was very, very busy and actively treating patients because that's what I love to do the most. So that was really difficult for me to have to scale that way back and stop for a little bit and then, and then work my way back in. That was really challenging. And then of course the, the physical challenge, right. Of, of not only the recovery from the neck surgery, but I also had uh, functional limitations of my left arm and hand because the nerve was um, damaged. And that took a lot of time to recover from. And then I would say the third challenge was probably the most difficult was the psychological piece of it all, honestly, which is, you know, thinking, am I going to be okay? Is is this going to be permanent? How am I going to be a physical therapist anymore? Am I going to be able to be a physical therapist anymore? So I spent a great deal of time myself in physical therapy for this injury. And, you know, if anyone can relate to being a physical therapy patient, it's a physical therapist who's been a patient. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I have to tell you, after that experience, it was a little bit of soul searching. And again, it was really, really difficult um, decision to make as well. So I decided to close the following year to close my practice and took, take some time to heal, recover rehab and it it did take a while. So I'd say that was a really challenging injury that I still work on to this day because now I'm always going to be a spinal patient and that's okay. Sure. Yeah. And you did it the smart way, honestly. I, I mean, you know, you care so much about your business and your patients, which I'm not surprised at all to hear about. And you weren't even thinking of yourself, uh, you know, which again <laughs> is not a surprise. But you knew that if you didn't invest in yourself, you couldn't like be the best for your patient. So I, I can't even imagine that how difficult that was, you know. Um, yeah, it so. was a really tough decision to make. And I'm glad I made it. You know, I'm glad I chose that path because you never know what's on the other side, you know, of, of you know, when you come to the fork in the road, you, you take it, right? Yeah. So whatever you take is is the road you're going to take. And, uh, I am, I am glad that we ended up deciding to hang up our hat on a positive note. And, you know, um, in other words, the community was, was sad to see us go versus it being, you know, um, any other reason to close. And, but I needed, I needed some time to heal and recover. Well, smart move. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Now. Okay. So, as part of um, the physical therapy that you um, planned out for me, you mm-hmm. had incorporated these recovery recipes and I love them. Like I mm-hmm. truly believe that your recovery recipes played a crucial role in my healing process. Um, and I was wondering if you would please explain to listeners about what a recovery recipe is and 
Sure. So any, anyone listening who likes to cook or bake, um, think of it like that recovery recipe is, is just what it sounds like. It's this just right recipe. So if you think of your favorite dish or your favorite baking dessert and you leave out one ingredient, it's not going to turn out the way that it should. It's just not going to. So I, I really apply that to recovery um, for anything, for myself, or any patients that I work with. And that's why the recovery recipes or rehab recipes that I create are really specific. So in other words, and you know this from working with me, that the order in which you do the exercises or the activity is done is very specific. And it, there's always a reason how frequently to do it, how long to do it. It's really, really important that that is specified. And then I also think that it's important to take time into the consideration of the recipe. So we all lead really busy lives, right? So the the plans that I come up with for people are recipes that you can incorporate or pepper into your everyday routine. You don't have to stop what you're doing to do 30 minutes every day of something you can, I teach you how to put it into your day, which leads me to my next point, which is habits. So it's habit focused, meaning that the goal is to create more of those positive, healthy habits, reduce the negative habits. And I teach people how to become more aware of them, both the positives, the negatives, and how to start changing them permanently. So, and then as you evolve, like when you, you and I work together as you evolve and you get better, or there's a little bump in the road, and then we adjust the recipe. That's the beauty of it. It can change as you change. It only is to make the outcome of the uh, recipe, the best outcome it can be. So that's really how I see the rehab recipes as being a lifelong commitment to yourself, you know, an investment in your health and, and it's for everybody you know, you can, everybody can have their own individualized recipe to recover from whatever it may be. Something as small injury, a large injury, something like I had, something like you had. So that's what a recovery recipe or rehab recipe is. I love it, you know, because I had physical therapists in the past and, you know, I'm not going to throw people under the bus and name names, but <laughs> they give you like a sheet and they're like, you know, just do this. And you're like, okay. And I never thought to question it. You know, I'm just like, I'll do what the sheet says, but it's like, you know, pictures of things that you're supposed to do with now having an understanding of like rhyme or reason or anything. And then when you presented you know, the recipes and you explained to me like what it is, what it means. I was like, wow, that's so intuitive. And that makes so much sense. And like, I was more apt to follow them because I grasped the importance of why things were in a certain order, why things had a certain time attached to them, why you would change them up, like from one phase to the other. It just made so much more sense to me. And again, that comes back to like personal, you know, um, care. Yeah. So. And I, I agree with you. I think, I think it's really important to be in tune with what, you know, is, is going on throughout the whole recovery process, because if it's cookie cut, then, you know, you give someone the sheet of exercises and it's cookie cut and they evolve. Well, the cookie cutter 
you know, sheet of exercises, it's not evolving with you. So um, that's why I, I really, really focus on these recipes and I like to cook and I like to bake and I like to eat. So that's where it came from. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. So, and then this year, so you, this past year, you started offering what you call learn shops and mm. instead of workshops, as you cleverly stated, um, because people work way too much as it is and your sessions are more information-based. So could you please share with people about your learn shops? Sure. Like you said, I'm, I'm really excited to, to put these together uh, starting in the new year. They're education-based. Uh, people who attend will always leave having learned something they didn't know before, take something with them that they can work on and it'll stick. I mean, it can be one, one thing out of 20 things that you learn and something will stick for each person. And what I like most about the learn shops is it's not a workshop because we all work so much, whether it's at home, um, out of the house, raising families, like we're all doing something. And so I really want folks to know that when they come to a learn shop, it's to really learn about something that will help them live, uh, live better, feel better. There's no tests. There's no stress. You come, you relax and you learn and you leave there feeling better. Even if you've sat and listened to an educational, uh, learn shop for 30 minutes, you're going to feel better because you'll take something with you. And that's my whole goal with the learn shops. So I'm looking forward to offering, uh, those starting in January. Awesome. So, okay. So what else do you have coming up, um, ahead that you would like to share with everybody? I know you're just, um, always doing something fun and, um, you know, you put up really great videos on Instagram. Yeah, there's so many, there's so many, uh, <laughs> things that I want to get out there and educate about. So it's, it's hard to, to just pick one or two, but I think, <laughs> you know, I think, I think uh, one of the first ones I, I'd love to do because it will, anybody and everybody listening will, will relate to this. The um, learn shop that you learn how to combat tech or text neck. So what, what is that? That is where you're on your cell phone and your head is hanging over your phone. And we all are guilty of doing it. Oh, it's yeah. really, it's really relevant topic for everybody. And I um, am putting together that learn shop to help people um, combat that because it is just, it's just damaging the upper spine. It's giving you your headaches. It's giving people shoulder pain. They don't even realize how heavy their head gets with each angle that they're looking down. So I really want to get that education out there because I think it applies to 99.9% .9 of the people that are listening and are out there. So that's Absolutely. one of them. I think another important one is also now that people are driving more, you know, there was that phase where we, we weren't really driving, there was no real Ubering and things like that. And uh, people don't realize that your posture when you're driving. So let's say you drive, you know, an hour uh, 
to and from wherever it is you need to be. That's two hours out of your day that you could be helping your posture, helping your headache, helping your uh, neck pain or harming it. And so I think another uh, really important educational learn shop will be, I'm going to talk about um, how the posture solutions for driving and how to combat the pitfalls that we all um, all are doing. I mean, you can look at a red light, look over at a red light and look at someone and you can, you can see what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. So, and then I think caregivers, there's so much caregiving going on. There's occupational caregivers, like therapists, like myself, and then there's family caregivers, you know, that are helping, um, loved ones. And I think it's really important to teach those folks, those, all those caregivers, how to take care of themselves So just like you had mentioned, when I was injured, I needed to stop and take care of myself so then I could take care of others. And that I think is going to be a really relevant topic too. So those are just Those are excellent areas. They're all like very hot. So I think they'll be very valued for sure. I think so too. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Well, okay. So here's a curious question for you. You know, um, you know how like when you're in an occupation, you tend to be more in tune. So let's say like if someone's an editor, they're like very conscious when they're reading things and they're almost like editing what they read, not by choice. You know, it's like they can't help it. So Mm -hmm. when you're out and about, um, (laughs) do you find yourself ever like, you know, um, internally, of course, like critiquing people's posture or noticing things that people are doing. And do you ever actually say something to someone or do you just, are you aware of it and see it? Not like in, not your patients, but like out and about. That is such a great question. I, I am so glad that you asked. It's making me smile. I don't know if you can tell I'm smiling right now, but (laughs) it's making me smile. Yes. Um, so I do, I 100% do. I can't help myself and it, um, but I, I of course don't go up to, to too many people. Although I have (laughs) gone up to some when I really see the the common ones I've gone, I've, I've actually approached strangers and said, Hey, I'm a physical therapist and they're usually have a crutch or a cane or a walker. And these are people of all ages and they most commonly are using it wrong on the wrong side. It's too low. It's too high. And they are just struggling. And that is my that's my number one thing. I can't look away. I, I do go up to those folks and it tell them, you know, what I do for um, physical therapy and give them, you know, a one to two minute sh- spiel on it. And they really do um, thank me. They're they're appreciative and um, and I'm happy to do it. I haven't I haven't done that in a while, but I I do when I'm out and about. I I do. I can't help myself. I am looking and just saying, oh, I wish I could help you stand up taller. And I wish you, you know, I could help you over there yonder. And, um, so curious question. Yes, I do. That is funny but- <laughs> and cool and completely understandable. <laughs> it's just what I love. I love, I love to, to, to help people feel better and live better. And I'm a walking, you know, billboard for doing that. I'm still doing my rehab. I'm still doing my spinal stabilizations program. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a lifetime of, of, uh, you know, feeling better and it's all worth it, but yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, 
I'll work on uh, on that. I think I need to <laughs> no, get a little better I think at when it. you're passionate about something like you are and you have been since you were little, you know, like you can't just shut that passion off. So yeah, I totally yeah. get it. You know, um, I, I think it's great that, y- you know, you would reach out to people and you do it in like a kind way. So, you know, yeah, um, yeah. Well, it's my, it's I my have pleasure. just uh, so appreciated you taking the time to be on the show. Um, if you would like to learn more about straight posture therapy, get started with your posture evaluation, or to find out more about educational learn shops with Donna, go to www.straitposture.com. Or to connect with Donna on IG and see what she's up to, go to at Straight Posture. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you, Donna, for taking the time to unplug with me today and rock on. Mm-hmm.